Greetings everybody, this is Wesley Pepper here and you're tuning to my podcast, Wesley Pepper's Art Lexia. And remember, we are brought to you by Spotcast and Bible. And uh, thanks to all my new and returning listeners. Uh, greetings to you all. Uh, thanks for coming, for coming in to check out my platform. Uh, it's much appreciated. I know the local the listeners are growing and there's some shout outs I've been getting and thanks to everybody. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah anyway i'm not very good at that type of thing so just like thank you <laughs> and uh yeah let me continue making some real dope as art space content which i'm really passionate about man and i really really enjoy doing and um let's just touch base on last week's episode uh Lerato Sabana. thanks a lot my sister for coming through the poetry really gave the episode a lot of but it really made it really layered, really textured. I really, I, I really loved it. I, I thought it was, it, it, it was, uh, it was really beautiful, man. Um, and what I loved about it was, um, yeah, how organic everything was. So big ups to that. Uh, today's episode, um, we are talking to some really interesting, fo- uh, really interesting people. We're talking to um, Jane Morris and Brian Jones, a pharma books publisher publishing um they're based in zimbabwe but currently are in wales in cardigan um we spoke about earlier on in the week and they say they were at the book saturday uh event in cardigan the over the weekend so promoting brian Rams book and we'll be talking a little bit about that so we're going to be focusing on the but you know pretty much the a to z about them so we're talking about uh how they came out how they came to being um just to give it some perspective um they uh how they uh curate all um how they curate their list, um, their uh, authors, their, their writers. I know that their publishing book is based mostly on, um, you know, stories, you know, short stories, a lot, a lot of poetry, uh, or, or rather some poetry, some some history books. So that's really interesting, man. So when we're talking a little about why they uh, choose to sell that specific genre of books, their authors, their top-selling authors, how they've been... Um, adapting to the COVID pandemic as we always do on this platform and getting to know them just in personal really you know um, and giving my listeners or you listeners <laughs> just a face to the to the brand which is Ama Book Publishing so yeah man um, look forward to that that's coming really soon um, with regards to the uh, art giveaway it is still going on um, remember to um, you can catch me on all my social media platforms so that's uh, um, Facebook that's Twitter that's at Wesley Pepper and uh, Instagram is Wesley underscore Pepper so you can catch me on there um, remember to like subscribe and comment to this channel um, and we'll select somebody for now uh, disclaimer that it's only available to uh, South African based listeners and that's just a money thing <laughs> that's just a courier thing because it's still coming out of my pocket for now um so yeah man and um so that's something that's, that's going to be ongoing but I, but i'll explain a little bit more to uh, about that at the end of the episode um and in the outro but for now um yeah man look forward to listen to brian uh, to jane and brian um from mama books and um, we'll chat after that and i hope you enjoy today's episode baobalb.org is a podcasting platform and a medium for storytelling This podcast is also available on all the major podcasting apps, including Apple and Google Podcasts. Podcast your life with baobao.org. I'm just going to click record already. Um, And I'm going to click the video. So, uh, okay, uh, Jay Morris and Brian Jones, (laughs) thank you so much for coming. Um, thank you so much for coming. Um, they are from Ama Books. And um, good morning. How are you? Hello. Yeah, we're very quiet people. Oh, <laughs> all of a sudden it was so quiet. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, Brian. Uh, yeah. So you guys are based in Wales for now, but we'll get to that. Um, so just briefly, because we there's about the, uh, there's a bunch of things I want to unpack um in today's episode so just briefly like uh where's ama books based you know uh what do you guys sell i mean i <laughs> i sell books but what genre of books do you sell <laughs> um yeah so just give us like a brief a little bit about ama books um well we're now living in wales but um the publishing company is still based in Bulawayo in zimbabwe um we started 20 years ago um, and we've been publishing a couple of books every year, really. 
um, at that time. And we started off doing mainly fiction, but we did a few non-fiction titles about um, the culture of Matabili land in Zimbabwe. Um, but since then we've moved, we really concentrated on, on fiction, on novels, collections of short stories and poetry. Yeah, I suppose we're most famous. We are famous. <laughs> no, 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 not really. Infamous In, for, for the sort of collections of short stories we did. Um, Interesting. Which, Interesting. Which we did, as we just spoken informally just now, to try and encourage an interest in a wider population. I think you know. So we'd we get sort of twenty odd writers in each addition and if they came and a few of their families for the launch we'd have lots of people <laughs> and that generated, yeah, yeah. <laughs> generated a lot of interest and enthusiasm but what i should add is the the idea behind that also was to have writers from different backgrounds so um rural urban black white colored and um people who were already known as writers, people who were new writers. So we wanted a mix because we thought by having some established writers in the, um, the compilations, it would bring on the new writers too. So we thought that was, that was a good model to take. And um, we've done quite a few of those collections and they have been, they have been popular. And they've, it's been wonderful because they've been the platform for some writers to go on to develop their writing and to write their, their own their novels or poetry books. Christopher Malalasi has gone on, Bryony Ream has. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else. There have been others, but my mind just gone blank. Um, it's been wonderful as a publisher to just see the writers develop in that way and, and go on to greater things. Interesting, interesting. Like I think that as a as a as a as, as a as a concept is is really cool. So you have these short stories. So um, I guess like um, so you guys started twenty years ago, right? One thing I'm I'm very interested in exploring on this on this platform, and we spoke about it kind of informally earlier on. And I just want to get into. I want to explain to you firstly why um, um, is that you know this on this platform I like to I like to talk about um, 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 artists' process. Now I call artists as a loose term, as a blanket term, pardon for like basically every creative, you know, fine art, music, etc., uh, poets and, and all of that, writers. Um, so I know that like the creatives in 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 in, in Africa, you don't <laughs> to be <laughs> to be an artist, it's a, it's a calling, it's 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 something that, that you either have it or you don't. And I understand the complexities behind publishing too. Um, so 20 years ago was a long time ago. That was before the tech boom and the uh, social media boom. So I'm sure your business uh, strategy uh, was, was different than you just made mention of, 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 of the short stories, which is brilliant. I think that's the concept was brilliant. So I mean, like, so just explain to me, how did you use, um, how did Ama Books come to being? And, um, you know, what was your um, original strategy? And um, 20 years on is a long time. So um, how have you guys changed over... Um, over the past 20 years? We're a lot greyer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. We know that one. <laughs> okay. Brian's pointed at me, so I think it's over to me to answer this one. Um, so I, in, in Zimbabwe, I was, a, I was a clinical social worker, and I was involved in setting up Childline in Bulawayo. It was already established in Harare. And I was part of the training team, training the volunteers. And we needed to raise money for Childline. So um, there was a writer in um, Bulawayo, quite, quite a well-known writer called John Apple, who was both right Yes, there. yes, yes. I'm familiar yeah. with, Jim, with John. Okay, so yeah. John came along and said, look, I'll give you a collection of poetry um for free um so he said um would we take you know did we want it so we said yeah that would be great so the task of publishing fell to brian and myself for some reason okay. so total novices although my background is in literature i did literature at university um so we took it on and we really enjoyed the process we had a, a very um helpful printer who guided us through it and um, so we did this poetry book and all proceeds were 
for charity, for Childline. And um, we did a print run of a thousand. Um, you might know the poetry generally doesn't sell that, that well, unless you live in yeah. something like yeah. the Czech Republic. They sell a lot of poetry in the Czech Republic. But this was Zimbabwe. And we sold out the, the print run um, in six months. So we were really, sure. really pleased by that. And um, mm. following that, John Apple actually approached us and said, you know, why not? Why don't we form a publishing company? So we for, formed Arma Books, which, uh, you know, as I said, we could have been called accidental publishers because we, we <laughs> fell into it. See, it was accidental. And we, yeah, have, no, yeah. we have no business plan. So you're talking about strategies. Yeah. Our strategy was just to um, hopefully yeah. sell some books and enjoy the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And give a platform, give a platform for writers. And um, of course, when we started, we didn't really know uh, many writers in Zimbabwe, particularly in Matabililand at that time. But it's amazing. We put out an advert. Um, we published a few of John's novellas to start, John Epples, and then we put out an advert saying, submit, uh, you know. And the, the first um, short writings we did, as we called them, we had fiction pieces, non-fiction, and poetry, um, whereas um, latterly it became just fiction pieces. Yes. And um, we were really heartened by the response from different um, different communities submitted, and um, and our books were off. Okay, fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's actually quite a beautiful story. And like, it's like, um, I like that when like, like in the arts, like, like when, when the energy is right, um, they just come together and things just happen, you know, it's just an organic process and like definitely can relate to that. Um, I'm actually quite familiar with uh, with John Apple's work, um, Apple. <laughs> I used to pronounce yeah, yeah. Apple. <laughs> He's, he's won a couple of um, South African prizes. He's won the Ingrid Jonker Award and won the Emmys. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's a he's, he's a well known writer. Um, yes, yes, he is, and he's a very good. He's a great writer yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, he's um, I know there's a writer Pilani. Noni is a good buddy of mine. Um, and John Apple. We know Pilani very well, also. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. That's a that's a fellow comrade of mine, and like he's worked extensively, and like um, yeah, yeah. So, and also I'm also familiar that that John has got a real status um, as as a writer. And so, like basically every writer I know somehow reference or was influenced um, um, by him, which is outstanding. Um, um, yeah, which is which is upper Um Do you guys still publish his more recent work, just for interest? Sake? Um, the last one we published of John's would have been a collection called Textures, which was um, a book of poetry by John Apple and Tagara Musnanamo, um, which, um, well, obviously, it's a beautiful poetry book. And um, prior to that, I think the one before that was a, um, called Together, which was, again, poetry, poetry and short stories that time, by um, John Apple and Julius Chingono. Um, and we, we actually enjoyed that, having the, the the two poets, as it were, speaking to one another in, in the book. And, and for instance, the one with Julius and John, they're from very different backgrounds. And John's a teacher, Julius worked in the mines, um, from, from different areas of Zimbabwe and um, but they really respected each other's writing and it really worked and it was quite an exciting venture and when we did together we were living um, out of town in a peri-urban area so I was sort of um, technology wasn't too advanced <laughs> and um, what we had was we had because um, Julius lived outside Harari. So we had one writer actually um, typed the poems up for us. Another one went to collect them from, from um, um, Julius. Well, why else? It was very much a co cooperative project. Wow. Julius, Julius <laughs> was very good at <clears throat> writing sort of rough poems on bits of paper. Yeah. So he, we had to get someone to go and um, understand what he'd written and um, he had no computer, no computer, and he had no wow. access, to, you know, yeah. any any technology. So uh, it was just it was just lovely the way that um, writers in that area really came together yeah. and helped 
get get the book out and we really really appreciated that interesting that's 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 a fascinating story so just like a few questions on that like uh do you think like um, um, um I, I love the fact like like it's like it's almost this ecosystem of writers and 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 like they sort of work together do you think that adds to the uh, uh because because I, um, my understanding would be is that the one writer will have, will have to interpret what 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 the other wrote do you think that type of thing takes away or adds to the writing um um or does it make it in you um unique you know I, I think it does add i mean the writers get together talk to each other you know discuss what is the poems they're going to put in so so that it makes a sort of complete package you know so they so i'm sure they learn to appreciate each other's work you know, yeah. and to learn from each other. I think that's that's important. And it, and it makes launches fun. I mean, in the launch <laughs> of, um, which, I mean, you've got, to, you've got to have fun in this business. Or oh, there's yes. There's not a lot of point doing it, really. Oh, yes. Um, but text is one of the poems. I mean, we just acted out. So um, there was <laughs> um, Tagara. We had a couple of other friends in this poem. Yeah. We... we took part in it as well. And it, it, it's just really nice involving other people to make it feel more of a, um, a community thing, really. And there's nothing nicer than walking around Bulawayo and people saying, morning, I'm a books. Hi, I'm a books. <laughs> and it, you know, it was just really, really nice. Um, that's actually quite, uh, I love that story. Uh, I, I love that, that, that the ecosystem has grown and it's got a face and it's personality and it's got branding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is, which is, which is, which is, which is quite, which is quite interesting because, um, you know, in South Africa, um, when I worked, um, because I used to publish uh, poetry books uh, and uh, poetry anthologies, and I used to illustrate them. So I worked with a group of people, and we, you know, we 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 did this like real cheap uh, or, or, or cheap printed books, and we could sell them pretty quickly. So before. Um, Social media, the, the social media boom, which just go to fest, uh, sessions, poetry sessions, etc., and sell them there. So what I'm what I'm really interested to know because uh, last year, um, just to give you some context, um, last year with the essay book week uh, when the so it was in September, um, so the pandemic was already you know long in its I think we we're already in level three or we came down and da 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 all those COVID things. But point was like when we had this workshop, uh, many uh, businesses was affected directly. Uh, so what I picked up uh, a notice was like uh, businesses that and I'm talking publishers here in particular that uh, was founded let's say in the late 90s, early 2000s when they. Um, Though those publishers and their business model in particular uh, 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 that didn't adapt to the uh, because now since the pandemic, you know, movement has been restricted, uh, you know, shipping and all that. I'm sure you guys are all familiar with um, with all of that and, you know, gathering of people and like our industry is really built. Um, that's really a very important aspect of our uh, the, the industry ecosystem. And since that was now to move. Um, I was really, I'm, I'm, I'm really interested to know, man, because in some, like, like you explained, that, 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 that ecosystem is beautiful, man. It has a face, it's personal, and, and, and now that the politics of movement is becoming a thing, how has that affected Ama Books, man? And um, how are you guys dealing, or how is adapting to it? <laughs> I'm not sure if I picked up the question. Are you saying how are we innovated to still be able? Yeah. To, yeah. Okay. yeah. I think what's interesting, I'm using the example of somebody else. There's a writer um, in, in Bulawayo called Raisden Bayer, and he self-published his work. But, but what was lovely, I think, about the example of his work was um, I was involved in it. I, I, I did the, the final edit, and other people edited it as well and, and proofread. Um, was that, it, that was very much a community project also, and he... he sold out very quickly because of social media. He was on Facebook a lot and he just got out there and, and did it himself. And I know there's quite a lot of um, writers in South Africa sell their books from the boot of their car. And I, and I think we have to be um, into that much more. We At one point, we tried to sell our books on the street. You know, you get the, the guys on the street, you know, with the books in front of them trying to, trying to sell them. But then we found when we went round to these guys, they already had our books they pirated them so that that was that wasn't exactly a great success um, <laughs> well, one, of them, one of them actually we i went around to talk to him to see if he could get our books and i talked about them um, and he said yeah he was interested 
And then we heard a week or so later that he was indeed selling our books. And um, <laughs> it was, he was actually stealing them from the National Gallery in Bulawayo. Jeez. And then um, he was only just down the road selling them. And one of the people who worked in the National Gallery noticed. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so people... Oh. Very innovative ways of getting books out. There's a lot of piracy. I'm sure yeah. there isn't. Yeah, please. Get, yeah. Okay. At the moment, the latest book we've done. I know you interviewed um, Bryony Ream. Yes. Uh, yes. I want to talk about book. that too. Yeah. Right. The latest book, because um, maybe that, that's what we can hinge the, the question on. Um, her latest book, All Come to Dust. Um, I mean, we, we brought that out in Zimbabwe and Bryony has taken, I would say, much more of a proactive stance than, than maybe some writers would because we are not actually there on, on the scene. So she's actually done uh, a tour of Zimbabwe, getting her book out there. She's been selling her book, um, you know, by advertising on Facebook. Um, getting her name out there. We've been doing it from the UK. And from the UK standpoint, we've, we've, we've co-published it in the UK with um, a, a Welsh press called Parthian Books, who are very good independent um, publishers here. And for instance, yesterday, we took part in a very small event. Um, it was called Book Saturday, and we introduced the book to the public. So people came along and we talked about the book. And um, there were a couple of other writers there, um, you know, reading from their books. So, you know, in very small ways, the book is creeping out there. And as you know, it is going to be coming out in, in the Arab world. And we have the book on. Yeah, the, another way we get out there is we're a member of the African Books Collective. The African Books Collective has um, publishers from Africa and you're able to put books on their platform and they bring the books out um, both in um, hard copies and as e-books. So your books are on all, you know, Kindle, et cetera, et cetera. You can buy them for Kindles. And um, so that, that gives us um, access to a much wider market because I think the, the market in Zimbabwe is, is relatively small, obviously. People don't have the disposable income often. So we, we felt we had to try to uh, sell the rights to our books, do co-publishing, um, and just, just you know, do everything within our power to um, reach a wider public. Yeah, interesting. Uh, you made a you made a point about uh, about but about about ebooking. Uh, where's your biggest ebook market? Is it within South Africa, or Southern Africa, or outside the borders? Oh, very much outside. I think. Uh, yeah, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would think. Yeah, yeah, I would I think that's also quite interesting. Yeah, I think it's mainly in America. We, we um, I think we we've not had quite the sales in the UK that we thought there might be. You know, because there's a a lot of Zimbabweans do live here um, right. and of course you know there's because of the Rhodesian link there's a lot of people who've had experience in, in that part of the world you know so you so we haven't really um, we've been a bit disappointed I think by the response here so far. But I would break in there to say that Bryony Ream's first First novel, this September seventh. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's also published by Parthian. No, not co-publishing. They bought the rights, and actually, it became a book of the day um, on Amazon. Yes, and yes. It, actually, it, it knocked Dan Brown um, off off the bestseller list as an ebook. Wow. Congratulations. And was the best bestseller for a very short time. I'm not trying uh, to exaggerate. Um, um, literary fiction, um, women's fiction, historical fiction, and it sold how many copies? We sold about 10,000 copies in one day. Wow. As an ebook. Yeah. So, I mean, these little, little things can, can happen, and you're not really expecting them, and suddenly, whoa, you know? And I think we're learning a lot as well from things like working with Parthian here, because it's a different world, as you can imagine. Although they're a small, independent publisher, they're much, much bigger than us. And yesterday, we were talking to um, the... the the, the publisher, um, Rich, and he was saying that there is um, a system here where when books are published, 
they, they go out for review and people are, are sent the PDF. And this is libraries, academics, newspapers, ordinary people. And it seems a great system. And we were really heartened yesterday. Brian, he doesn't know this yet. <laughs> but um, Brian, Please don't tell. <laughs> Brian, Brian's new book has actually had... Um, well, they, they, they sent sort of normally they get around about 10 people for each book wanting to, to do a review. Um, she's had over 80 people ask to wow. come in and do a review. Yeah. I think that the, uh, what Rich was saying, people are interested because he's got a couple of folks. He's got things like... Um, Agatha Christie, uh, Zimbabwe, Paula Hawkins recommended the book, who wrote The Girl on the Train. And so it's um, so that's a good start. That's a lesson for other writers, I think. If, if you can get you know, somebody else, something to sort of push your book in some way. Absolutely. Makes... Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows it. It's really hard, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's very hard. I think. I mean, we're we think self-publishing is great. I mean, people, you know, go out there. I mean, not everyone's going to go to a traditional publisher, but it's very hard just to put your book on a platform such as Amazon if you're not known. Um, You have to build up some kind of a, you know, excitement about your work. You know, from being an artist yourself. so that's, you know, um, yeah, go ahead and, and, and self-publish. And, and, but, of course, do it properly. Get the book edited and proofread as well. That's, um, that's interesting. So I want to make another follow-up question on the, on the EPUB. So if uh, Brian's book was so successful and uh, because it's still under Armour Books, so um, yes, I understand though, those, those algorithms on, on I understand how they work and it makes sense to I, – I, I can see how that um, – or rather understand the process. So I'm asking, are you guys looking to digitize some of your other writers' books? Because, I mean, clearly, um, you know, Briony's a, 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 a formula work. So will you apply it to any of your other writers? Um, I think most of them are. Yeah, I think pretty well all of our titles are available as e-books. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, 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 interesting. I mean, I I think on on the platform we with African Books Collective, if if their books, non-fiction does very well, which is now a sort of feel so much, but because um, academic um, university libraries in the States tend to buy them. So for that, um, it it serves a really good purpose. Yeah, yeah, African Books Collective definitely is, is does a lot of work with academic institutions. Yeah, they, yeah. they go to the sort of academic conferences on African writing, which which definitely helps. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. 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 No. No. That's that's that. Yeah. I hear you. Um, I'm I'm interested to know on your book fair that you were um the Saturday book fair that you had yesterday. Um, I mean, like here in South Africa, you know, we still gatherings are still a thing. You know, government is not always happy to have too many people in one space and all of that. How did that book fair? You know, how 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 was that book fair? Was there a lot of people? What type of COVID protocol was there and that type of thing? Okay, it was. I mean, as I said, it was a small affair, so a lot of people weren't gathered at any one time. There were slots for. Um, okay. The writers, so people who wanted to hear um, one of the writers came along during that period. There was social distancing. It was outside, so some people, uh, you know, wore masks. Some people actually didn't. Um, from from Monday here in Wales, you can actually meet inside um, as oh. small numbers. Um, but anyway, so it was it was outside, luckily undercover because, of course, being Wales, it did rain. Uh, <laughs> look, we kept it on to move the books. You know, there were drips coming from everywhere. You get a drip on the book. So anyway, it was a bit of a movable feast. Um, so yeah, there was that the protocol were uh, observed, um, and uh, I suppose it was because. People were coming and going at any one time. There might have been only, you know, we're talking about 20, 30 people. It wasn't a huge place because it was in a, quite a small area as well. Um, but different people coming all the time. It was it was, it was a very informal um, affair. Um, but that, that's the way it was handled. Mm. Um, Interesting. In- 
it, it was nice. And it's going on, we're going on, there's a, an art centre here called Rosie Gilwin. There's going to be another event, a similar event, which will be held there, I think maybe next month or the month after. Uh, more, more formal, inverted commas. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes. We're, you know, willing to try all these things. Yeah. 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 Brian, you wanted to say something? No, I think that's it. Really. Brian, oh, Brian, oh, Brian, don't get a word in edgeways with me. I, I plan to say things and then Jane starts and I forget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I talk too much. Uh, yeah, um, no, it's fine. <laughs> Actually, I'm uh, um, I'm sort of enjoying other one. Yeah, it's beautiful. I love it. I love it. Um, another follow up question on the on the book phase because um, this is more from like a South African perspective. And um, just to give you some context, uh, um, our um, national arts festival is in June, uh, late June, early July. And uh, last year, I mean, it was it was completely virtual and. Um, uh this year they're sort of having a hybrid between you know there's the virtual platform but they've branched out and um so they're gonna have multiple venues like across the the, the uh, south africa uh, uh you know within which staging various productions launches etc which i think is quite exciting um i think they're really adapting to this to this thing very well so i'm um, interested man like if you guys are having a uh events that often or at least it sounds uh at least <laughs> more often than us over here um um, um, and I, I know, like, like our book fairs and 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 in South Africa, are all are all now virtual. Everything has just moved that um, in the UK. And I'm very interested to know this. Like, um, how many of your uh, events are still, or rather, are all the events um, still uh, to do with that personal um, interaction, like the like the book fair last year, uh, um, um, that that you went to yesterday. No, I mean, it was, it's been very much like South Africa, virtual. I mean, last year, um, I was supposed to, it would, would, would have been a big, big deal. I was supposed to go to the Edinburgh Book Fair to talk about um, one of the collections we'd done um, called Moving On. And um, it would have been great, but um, it was the Edinburgh Book Fair went virtual, but they didn't have all... The, um, the events virtual and the event I would have been um, involved in didn't go virtual. They only wanted important people. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, wasn't, I wasn't one of the VIPs, so I was dropped. Uh, so, but, so no, and, uh, and um, for instance, the, the Hey on Why, um, the book, fe- the book festival. festival is taking place this month. It's actually, uh, I think it's the biggest book fair the biggest book event, I book, think, book in the event, world. Yeah, yeah, book festival in the world. And that takes place not, not far from here in Wales. That's all virtual, and it was all virtual last year. So I think most events are still going to be virtual for the time being. The things are opening up. I think the small event yesterday, because it was so small, um, could take place. I think that was that was the, the, the criteria, you know, the, the size of it, really. And like I said, people were coming and going. So at any one time, there wasn't a huge crowd. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm 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 on I'm busy trying to I'm not trying to I'm busy uh uh uh, uh you know keeping up just following this the, this thing really and, and, and reporting on it like well basically every week um trying to create seeing how 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 cows our creators are adapting to it and I'm really fascinated um behind that. So that's also and I'm also interested to know how how um how people's habits are are, are gonna change over time because with a lockdown I can from South African perspective, uh, people can Consumed a lot of content online, so ebook, you know, reading, uh, uh, video, and, and etc. So there's uh, my understanding is that that market is actually growing. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested in how how companies and uh, you know, uh, in your case, publishers uh, uh, and other artists is just really adapting to it. So that's that that that's that that's pretty interesting, man. Uh, Moving on. <laughs> um, besides, uh, besides Brian, can you tell us about any of your other uh, authors that's worth mentioning about with some really cool uh, books that we can, you know, have a look at? Um, well, the, the significant novel we published before, the one of Brian, it was Tendai Who Choose, The Maestro, The Trait and The Mathematician, which um, we tried to get South African publishers to take, but they but they didn't. We managed to get a British one to do it and an American and Nigeria. Um, it, it's a sort of interesting account. Tendai now lives in, in Edinburgh in Scotland. Uh, and his this novel was about 
Zimbabweans in Scotland um, and the sort of the influence of Zimbabwe, Zimbabwean politics, the troubles in Zimbabwe on the life of these three men, they're all men, and their attempt to sort of settle into a different culture. So it was uh, an interesting book. It was very different from his, his first book, uh, Addressing the Harari. Um, uh, and I, so uh, when was that? When uh, was that published? When was it published? That's a very good question. I'm I'm actually got it in front of me. I'm looking through it now. It was published in 2014. Okay. But let me read you the, the yeah, first please. line. Please, there was yeah. a knock on the door of the last house on Craig Miller Castle Road. The tat came before the rat, though the atat remained in pretty much the same place, producing a distorted yet familiar sound. But then Alfonso Pakutu, the knocker, was an ambiguous man. Nothing was quite what it seemed. <laughs> now, that's just the, the opening. I think openings are very important. Uh, I mean, I know that, um, I, I think she did. I think Bryony referred to the opening of her um, novel, This September Sun, when you were talking. And uh, yes, I yes. her novel is, on the 18th of April, 1980, my grandfather burned the British flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She mentioned that 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 I, I thought that was a really powerful metaphor. It was very visual. Yeah, and then you want to read on. Yeah, it's a really good hook. Yeah, it's a really good hook. So you immediately think, well, well, well what, what's all that about? You know, and you want to go up and again. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was I, I agree with you there. I I I I, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Uh is there any other writers as well? Um, any younger, any younger writers as well? Mm. Yeah, um, in, in the short writing, younger writers. We published Polani. Polani was published in one of the. Um, we we published the. Uh, you know the Kane Prize for African Writing, and they produce an anthology every year, which is which is Pan African, and is 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 um, Africans living both. Um, on the continent and um, out, outside Africa. And um, what they do is every year they give the PDF to different different African publishers. For instance, Jakarta does it in South Africa and we did it in Zimbabwe. And hence, you know, Palani um, went to, they have a workshop every year that runs for a week with different writers and um, Palani attended that. So, um, one of his short stories is in one of the collections. So that's got a lot of young writers in, as have a lot of the um, the compilations, the short writings compilations that we've done. Um, a lot of young writers, you know, upcoming writers. As I said, it's quite good then because uh, at least it's a bit of a springboard for people. If they've been in one publication, they can then go on to, to other things. Some of the writers that were the young writers when we published them, of course. I was looking at a book by Christopher Malalasi. <laughs> Isn't so young anymore. That's <laughs> the um, problem. We did Christopher Malalasi's this book of short stories called Dancing with Life. That was actually received a an honorable mention in the um, NOMA. Um, it doesn't exist anymore. The NOMA, um, which was... Yeah, it used to be very prestigious, um, but then became sadly defunct because it's, it's good having um, prizes, I think, on the continent. You know? Yeah. So, um, like I say, so Chris, Chris, I hope he doesn't mind me saying, Chris isn't so young anymore. So, uh, <laughs> so sometimes I think some of our writers are, are growing, growing older alongside us. <laughs> No, no, that's right. Yeah, I just want to, you know, um, have we got any? Where's um, moving on, Brian? Oh, you didn't bring it down. The, the most recent compilation, Brian hasn't brought down. He put them on the table because I said, let's put them on, on the table so we can remember what we've done. Otherwise, we'll forget. <laughs> so we're a bit, a bit bumbly about that one. Um, no, there's... I'm going to go and get it. Moving on was um, an interesting um, collection, um, which was, uh, I don't know, four or five years ago, I guess. Um, it, because um, the Zimbabwean 
middle class um, have, to a large extent, moved from Zimbabwe. You know, when when we advertised for a collection of short stories, a lot of the writers we attracted, who submitted, were actually based outside of the country. Um, so that made it difficult for the launch. And if we thought we then should have done um, use modern media um, in order to to do it online as well. But it but it was what we did was we had a an open-air launch in the National Gallery in Bulawayo um, and had the writers who were around on the panel discussing their work and also um, one academic who was actually from America and a local poet came along to sort of cheer it and ask questions. And it attracted, it attracted a huge audience. Um, it was, I don't know, two or three hundred people, I think, turned up. Maybe, maybe it was partly because somebody else donated wine. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think it worked really well. Um, <laughs> so we did, did Oh, yeah, no, I can relate to that one, yeah. The quickest way to get artists into a venue is to say there's free booze and then your venue is packed. Um, it's, it's, it, that's just unfortunately the truth. And I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah, we, we've done the same. Um, I was just looking at the, the list of writers. One of the writers that um, has, has gone on to do her, her own um, anthology that was actually published by... Um, trying to think who did it. Oh, Majaji, Majaji in South Africa. Tariro. Oh, I know Majaji books, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're very, very good. Mm. Um, um, Tariro had a short story in this um, collection. Um, Bongani Koga. Bongani was shortlisted for the Kane Prize. He, he lives in Cape Town now. He had a short story in this compilation. Um, so as I say, there, there are writers who've, who have gone on to um, produce very good work. Fantastic. Beautiful, man. That is, that's quite a legacy you guys have there. Eh? Yeah, I mean, uh, like that's quite uh, yeah. So I'm sure there's like multiple writers that can testify that being published by Ama Books is a pretty good idea, you know, uh, to get involved with you guys from a young age and sort of work your way up the literary quote-unquote ladder. Um, yeah, that's, that's quite, uh, yeah, well done, I guess, you know, um, yeah, if it was a visual thing, I'd have shown like balloons and, you know, all these visual <laughs> things and stuff. but like, yeah, I was to celebrate. <laughs> yeah, 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 something like <laughs> something celebrated, like that's fantastic, man. Um, is there any, um, forthcoming, uh, 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 books coming out that's also worth talking about that you know that's um, we're talking like um, you know we're now in May so you know further on in the year yeah. um, and towards um, uh, the December market we're hoping we should bring out another um, short writings collection um, a collection of uh, short stories and and also I mean it sounds as if, you know, poor old Bryony's getting a lot of, well, a lot of mentions today. We're bringing out a collection of um, Bryony short stories. That is, again, a co-publication with Parthian in the UK. So it'll be co-publication in the UK, and we'll bring it out in Zimbabwe also. Um, I haven't heard about the Kane Prize anthology this year. We should be getting the PDF of that as well. So that, that should be coming out. Uh, Fantastic. There's a few other projects we've got in the pipeline um, that sort of we can't really discuss yet because they're not that far apart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, I understand. I understand. I understand. And that's their good ideas. We don't want anyone else to know about it. <laughs> but it's always good to know that you are working on something, you know, and there's something else kind of growing, you know, sort of like so. Um, yeah, that's 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 great, man. Uh, can you tell my listeners? Where can they get hold of Armour Books? So, like, on what uh, social media platforms are you guys, uh, uh, you know, on and, you know, websites and that type of thing? Well, we have a Facebook page and a blog. Those are the two sort of means by which we tend to communicate um, okay. with people. Um, as we've said the books are outside of Africa. Anyway, the books are available on African Books Collective. Okay. In South Africa, 
the books are available in a, a few scattered bookshops around the country uh, mm. in Cape Town and Joburg. But South Africa, as you know, is not very easy to get into. No, it's not. And it's also not easy to sell here either. Um, the politics of um, what I'm um, what I'm what I'm really excited about is like how your writers have been developed, you know, and been moved by um, you know, published by bigger writers and like the sales, especially of Brian, is hella impressive. Like, um, so your formula is working, you know, and that's that's something to talk about. Sorry, Wesley, another writer we should mention that's gone on is Mavoyo Chuma. She went on to write um her book, The House of Stone. And that went on. It was shortlisted for, I think it's the, it was the Dylan Thomas Prize, which actually is, okay. is, a, is a Welsh um, uh, prize, but, but very prestigious. And um, did very, very well with that. And so she... Uh, could, you just, um, could you just pronounce the name again? I think there was a bit of a thingy, the, you know, the connection wasn't so great. No, Navoyo Rose Tumor. Okay, okay, got it, got it, got it. When she was um, quite young, a teenager, I think, because we did a couple of compilations, which was very young people. We did them, uh, it was a British Council uh, project, and and we worked with people and, um, you know, just brought out their short stories and poetry. Fantastic, fantastic. We did one with um, disabled kids as well. Oh, yeah, we did did a nice one. There's... um, there's a school in um, Bulawayo, KG6, um, yeah, uh, young people, disabled young people. And, yeah, we brought out a book with, with those, which was which was great. Mm. And the, it was a fabulous launch because uh, all the music was provided by the kids from the school, all the speeches. They just took over. They did everything. Fantastic, man. Fantastic. Yeah, man. Geez, your catalogue is extensive and it's impressive. That's 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 definitely worth mentioning about, man. And the writers just seem to be coming and coming and coming. So it also it also speaks to your legacy um, and your branding. I guess your brand identity and it's clearly working very well. So yet again, congratulations on all of that. Um, yeah, man. Sort of in closing, I have one last question for you guys. This is nothing really to do with Amma books. It's a it's a question I'm asking all my guests because. Uh, you know, we're in the midst of this whole COVID thingy and um, I'm working on a uh, project um, that's based off the uh, anti-vax versus pro-vax. Um, I think that whole, I think it's actually becoming quite political now and uh, it's really affecting our movements and it's eventually going to affect our behavior. So um, you guys based in Cardiff, in, uh, not Cardiff, in, um, in Wales right now, um, have you gotten your vaccine and are you uh, pro-vax or are you going to reject the vaccine? Or is reject the whole... I've had both of my vaccinations. Oh, fantastic. So I'm almost covered. And I'm, you know, generally I am in favour of vaccination. I'm aware of the fact that the pharmaceutical companies are not totally to be trusted. But um, in this particular case, I think there's, um, this is definitely a good thing to have for your vaccination. It does give protection and it does save other people who are vulnerable from getting the disease. I can't really see any reason why not. But I mean, I understand people are nervous of ones that haven't been approved yeah. by the approval process. And I'm, I'm, hmm. I'm uh, two days away from my second vaccination. So I've had the first and I'll be going into okay. my second on, on Wednesday, actually. Um, so, like Brian, I'm I'm in favour of it, and um, hopefully to protect myself and to help protect others also. I may be lovely to live in a well, it's a dream, a COVID-free world. <laughs> yeah, it's just a dream. Wouldn't it be lovely? Um, and it's also that the fact that you know we could come to the point where if you don't have the vaccination, I suppose yes. you're not allowed to travel to to certain. And it can limit your mobility, um, limit your freedom, I suppose. There's certain places where I say, well, you can't come in my shop or, or whatever. Um, so, uh, yeah. And I mean, there's been a very good take-up rate in the area in which we live. Okay. Interesting. 
interesting, 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 fantastic, man. Brian Jones and Jane Waters, your energy, your legacy seems is definitely unmatched. Um, I really, really, really appreciate talking to you both. Um, the amount of writers is also incredibly impressive, and they're all award winning, and that's just wow, man. Like, just yeah, we, well we done. We haven't talked about the failures, Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like we'll say that for another episode. Like, um, I'm well aware of like to get uh, to get to somewhere. You know, it takes. Um, um, I know the grinder. My listeners are well aware of that. But I think sometimes it's also important to talk on like what we, you know, uh, our achievements. It's definitely worth mentioning, especially in these uncertain, crazy times, abstract times that we're living in. Um, thanks guys, man. Um, I had a bunch of fun. Um, I'll be in touch with you with regards to when the episode goes live. Um, and all the best for the future and we'll be in touch through social media. It's okay. been, it's been a pleasure talking to you. We've enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Okay. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast podcast. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Hey everybody, uh, yo, what a bunch of fun, eh? Uh, what a lot of energy. Yo, uh, I love that. Um, it sort of energizes me as well. Um, so thanks to Jane and Brian for coming through and the extensive catalog. It's so impressive. Um, I always think one of the big measurements of an artist is his or her um, body of work that they produced. I think if there's one measurement that we should hold over artists, none of this other award-winning stuff, but it's the body of work they put out and that's impressive. So big ups to them. Thanks for coming through. Remember, we are brought to you by Spotcast and Bible. But remember, you can catch me on all my social media pages. That's on, it's on Facebook with Wesley Pepper. It's uh, Twitter at Wesley Pepper. It's Instagram, Wesley underscore Pepper. And even my website is WesleyPepper.com. And um, remember, with regards to the art giveaway, remember to like, subscribe and comment on the current episode. Um <clears throat> And, and or yes no do that uh, <laughs> and um, we'll check your name there and you can give me a shout out on any of my pages over there and I'll pick up your name and we'll draw a name and you can win original artwork it is definitely something I'm going to be doing ongoing and I want to include more books because I believe that art is for everyone um, and on this platform we don't just want to encourage people or, or, or just talk more about art I actually want to share more art and I think ideologically something I disagree with and I'm very passionate about so something I want to keep doing moving forward so yeah man please look out for all of that and um, look forward to more groundbreaking top ranking art space content on this platform and I will catch you next week.